But How are is, you? I'm good. I'm How's good. I have a uh it's all right. Yeah. Yeah, I was uh I was awakened by a cat trying to get some stuff out of my hair. I don't know what that was. No. Yeah. I have a half a bottle of smart water next to me. Uh is it do you feel smarter? I haven't drank any of it yet. No. So I was I was in line in the movie theater yesterday uh to, you, to get some concessions. Uh the fate of the furious. How 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 was that? It was it was pretty good. All right. Where does it rank? What's your gut reaction? My gut reaction was this is not as good as Fast 5, but it is pretty close. Is Fast 5 your favorite? Mm. So so I actually think Furious 6 is my favorite. Oh, my he, my, my, my personal favorite. favorite. No, totally my I, favorite. I understand why people are like no, Fast 5 is the best one and they are I respect their opinion. I think that's a valid argument. I, um, I, I think the case could be made, but it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely six. And there's also that, that safe scene at the end of five is 35, 35 minutes long. It is. I mean, is it really any longer than the runway scene? Oh, no, no, no. Six? Oh, no, no. I'm not saying it's too long. What I'm saying is it goes by very fast and it is a very long, like, at no point during that sequence is something ridiculous not happening. Right. Okay. So eight and was good. Eight, eight was very good. Uh, I don't, well, okay, I'll say, I'll say this, actually, let's put it this way, I've All seen right. Fat, The Fate of the Furious, ask me anything that you don't want to get spoiled about. Um, AMA. I mean, yeah, okay, let's say, I mean, it's literally the day after, and I don't care so much about spoilers, but I know some people do, so maybe I'll, um... Are the new character, are the new, pl does it all make sense? Are we, okay... Are we left with... Hmm. I feel like... I don't know how to phrase this. I feel like the Fast and Furious movies do a good job of being self-contained things, but they also leave enough hooks and sort of, I guess, um, uh, lore, we'll say, uh, that can easily be extrapolated out into other movies. Does this feel similar? Um, the trailers... I mean, the trailers are not spoiling anything. Dom seems like he's going crazy. Um, this, how, how, how this did the same. Threads? Okay. This, this did the same. Uh, I will say, getting the band back together happened a little fast for my taste. A little quickly, a but little, a, a little. How furious were they trying to get everybody back together? There was no fury at all. Everyone was gung ho about it. Okay. It was more like the quick and the pleasant for the oh, first geez. twenty minutes of this film. Okay. How oh, long is this one? This was two hours and fifteen minutes. I believe that is including credits. Okay. But I, w I went to a 10-15 showing. Okay. Did not realize there was going to be a billion trailers in front of it. And I, I got out of the movie theater at 1 a.m. Also, very important, during the trailer for... Uh, the tra uh, one of the trailers in front of The Fate of the Furious was um, for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Oh? And it's some new trailer? Or? I think it... I had not seen it, but I no longer go out of my way to look at trailers. Okay. Um, but, but the character Drax, as portrayed by pro wrestler and seemingly inevitable to be in one of these last two Fast and the Furious movies, oh, Dave Batista, um, he says, or or maybe it was some other character, but specifically says in that trailer, it's about family. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, you said the last two? Are they only making ten? I I believe this is the beginning of a new trilogy. 
it may end up becoming a sixteen hundred more movies. Who knows? Wait, a new trilogy within the Fast and Furious canon? You're saying? Right, like Fate of the Furious is the first of three, so there would be two more movies. Okay, so I believe okay. that, or at least that was the scuttlebutt a few years ago when everyone figured the series was going to end with seven for obvious reasons. Right, right, and obviously, if you don't know, uh, well, whatever, we don't have to get into it. Uh, I, real, real life spoilers: Paul Walker is dead. <laughs> yeah, there you go. If you, if you weren't aware, I shouldn't laugh. It's very sad. It was a touching tribute at the end of seven. I thought they did a great job. They did. Um, but okay, so wait, uh, the trilogy thing has that? Have they done the trilogy format before, or is this just something like oh, eight, nine, and ten are going to be like a trilogy type? Thing? I don't. So this what this was very self-contained in that there were definitely hooks for future movies, but this wasn't very obviously part one of three. Gotcha. This was a pretty self-contained. St- well, I should say self-contained in a movie, but I feel like there are some characters where at no point are they ever addressed by name. You're just supposed to know who they are. Right. Okay. Because there, there's definitely a part in, say, the final act or so where some bit players from older movies come back. Okay. And I had no... I was like, I think I remember who they are. I have no idea why this theater is clapping for them. Because I don't remember anything good that they did. Were they the two, dri- two guys driving the garbage truck at the end of five? It was... Yes. Okay. In fact, I think I think that's who they were. Okay, perfect. Um, um, well, I guess you could make the case that five, six, and seven formed a rough trilogy of sorts... Because five is where they introduce Hobbs, right? The Rock. Yes, he that's shows correct. Up five, and then he's he's like kind of the main antagonist. By six, uh, is he in six? By six. Oh, he's in six. Yeah, yeah. I would I, say yeah. six and seven are. Well, he's in. I think are he's more, six or the more, most. He's yeah. barely in seven. Right. Yeah. But I, I would say the plot of six and seven are the most closely linked because yes. after the trailers, they kick off the events of seven. Right. At the end of six. Okay. Right. Okay. And then I guess, so, of the first four movies, would you say one, two, and four are a loose trilogy? I feel like you can't really put three in there, because three happens so they, is not linked at all. It's just, it's funny, three has such little to do with the first, up till, the first half of these movies, mm-hmm. uh, but winds up being the linchpin, practically, that ties all of them together. I think that's the key. Yes. I, I think that's, that's one of the things that makes that movie better with age, and a lot of people say... Uh, the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift does not hold up. Having watched it several times recently, I disagree. <laughs> I want. Yeah, I, I. What doesn't hold up? What What do people not like about? I it? think. I mean, the movie starts very slow, and all the acting is very bad. Does it? It's e- so- even okay, for hold, even for fun. Okay, outside. Outside of the race sequence. Shut up. Okay. He drives. <laughs> he drives his car racing. The kids driving his daddy's Viper. They drive through an unbuilt, uh, an unfinished housing development. He crashes through a fr- uh, the frame of the house. Yes. Need I remind you, Bawataba is playing in the background for the is. first four minutes of this movie. Look, I would you, say this movie starts with a bang. You you don't need to convince me. <laughs> you do not need. And I will actually say the fate of the Furious starts slower than Tokyo Drift. Well, Tokyo. Well, uh, any movie would start slower than Tokyo Drift because Tokyo Drift is a thrill ride from the first second. That the, the camera opens on that That's, high school. Yeah. Um, so, let, let's see. So, I, I know Tokyo Drift was just like, okay, we signed a, a three-movie deal for this. Uh, the last Too Fast, Too Furious did not do particularly well. Easily Vin the Di- worst. Vin Diesel didn't even come back. Easily the worst, but also still really great. It's, yeah... If, Eva Mendez, the introduction of some of the most important characters on that sh- 
in that series. Right. So that's uh, that's the thing. I I think Too Fast Too Furious has uh I don't want to say it has so little to do with the, the, like the greater universe at large. But I mean, I guess that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like the plot, the villains or whatever, not really connected to anything else. You could I I'm not saying don't watch it, but if you we're gonna if you were gonna make the investment to watch this at this point eight movie series and you're like, okay, well, I only have fourteen hours, I have to drop one of these two hour movies, I would say you could easily drop Too Fast Too Furious and just say the only thing you need to take away from this is that this is where Roman Pierce, uh Ludacris, um uh who is there any what other major characters are introduced? Is it just those two? I think it's just those two. What about wait, wait, wait. Doesn't what about Suki? Does she show up later at some point? I, I like think I think at some point I think at some point she does, but it's not wait, which one was Suki? She's the one who drives the pink Honda S two thousand with the weird uh oh, like yeah. anime uh decal. Yeah, I think it. I think she has an appearance at some point. Uh Eva Mendez's character definitely does not return after that movie. Which is a shame because she's actually she, she's she's, she's pretty like, good. Yeah. She is. I, I mean, whatever, femme fatale tropes aside, she's I you know, she, I feel like we're fast. I think she got her. She got in on Fast and Furious too early, right? She got in before it was the cultural phenomenon. If she had showed up, like if if Eva Mendes was never in Too Fast, Too Furious, and then you see the trailer for Fast and Furious Nine, and like, ooh, what wacky, not wacky, but what celebrity is going to show up now? And she just like strolls out onto the screen. You're like, this makes perfect sense. Of course, yeah. she would be in this. I I will I will say with with the fate of the Furious having the obvious F eight in fate. Right. Uh, I've been referring to whatever the next movie is going to be titled as The Fine of the Furious. Oh, okay. I know it doesn't make sense. Okay, great. Um, but ma- maybe it's an all-female cast called The Fine and the Furious. Oh, maybe that's God. what happens. Okay, all right, all right. Okay. Maybe, maybe le- uh, and that I will say the events of 8 do not really uh, indicate that that is the case, but maybe Letty le- leads in all, like, maybe it's the Letty, Suki, Eva Mendez's character. And Ronda Rousey, she shows up again, maybe? Ronda Rousey was only in that, only in seven for maybe five minutes, and she I, gets her, she gets her ass beat pretty bad. But she's not dead. She could conceivably mm. show up. She could conceivably show up. She gets her ass beat pretty, uh, pretty good. But I mean, I don't know. Uh, the, the, the dying doesn't really mean anything. In well, unless you're, unless, unless you're Brian, well, dying doesn't mean anything. Well, oh boy, oh boy. Uh, Paul Walker's character is not dead in this movie. I, so I was going to ask, the, I didn't know if that would be too spoilery. Is it is, it like, with, within the first act, there's just a reference of, like, Brian would know what to do. Someone goes, no, we promised we'd never get he and me involved now that they have a family. <laughs> That's it. It's super unnecessary. Okay, okay, yeah. But I think they just wanted the audience to know Brian is still alive in our hearts. Okay, okay. So, yeah, I guess, like, oh, yeah, because that's right, he doesn't. Okay, so that's the weird... <laughs> yeah, because they, they shot the end of Furious 7 after Paul Walker died, so when all right, of them are looking... Right, dead right, in the movie. <laughs> right, so all of them are looking out on the beach, clearly trying to keep it together because their actual friend had died. Right, right. And I know... <laughs> and that... trying to have this heart-touching moment. Right, okay, but he's not dead within the canon. Right, okay. Cur- um, yeah. Or, okay. or I figured that the events... I had thought that possibly the motivation for Dom in this movie was going to be, well, Brian was killed because he couldn't get out of it, and now you need to do these certain things. I, okay. That was just my speculation, but apparently that was not the case because is, he is very much alive. Is he does Han- not, 
Is Hobbs in this one? Hobbs is in this one. And what and was... Ho- Hobbs is more wrestler than ever. Like okay, in good. terms of his, in terms of his dialogue, his performance, and this is all in a good way. Yeah. Does he rock bottom a guy through a glass table again? He rock bottoms a guy. Okay. All right. All right. He rock. Yeah. He rock bottoms a guy onto a, I guess a metal uh, a metal railing, and that kills him. Presumably, the guy is dead. They. I mean, in as much as anyone in Fast and Furious movies are ever dead, yes. Mooks, mooks have been dying with, uh, uh, the, a lot of mooks have been dying in, in latter-day Fast and Furious movies. Is there, I know there was that, that visual diagram of the amount of destruction caused in each Fast and Furious movie. For death. Is there one of the, is there one of the body count? Because, I don't think so. I yeah, because I, I, I was talking to uh, a friend and he said, yeah, I just, I just finally watched the director's cut of of Fast Five and the amount of gunplay and violence was actually unsettling for him. It's as yeah, someone it's that yeah, it it's is a, a lot. lot. And, and in like, particular because what like five people max die in Fast and Furious. Yeah, uh, like up until that point. Yeah, I yeah. mean Han Han dies. Um, yeah, but by, I mean by well, the Han is killed, but there's no yeah Han gets killed, but there's no cold blooded murder. Right. No, four has some of that. I mean, it, it is retconned into cold blooded murder. I should say, but. Yes. Four has some. Does anybody die in? Fa- I don't think anybody actually straight up dies in the first movie, right? Nobody Maybe dies. I can't even remember who the main bad guy antagonist D- is in wait, Fast and What the about Jesse? Okay, this is a question: Is Jesse dead? Who is Jesse dead? I feel like I've seen. I feel like I see people argue that Jesse dies, uh, and I guess it would make sense, right? Because like you see him gunned down, but it just seems like I don't. I'm. I'm typing as loudly as possible is jesse dead in the fast and the furious like you never see him again but it's never ever brought up ever again like i don't know like i feel like if he were dead they'd find some way to be you know dom would be like oh you know this is to the ones that we've lost along the way and like throw something in about jesse but they never ever bring him up again Mm -hmm. i i guess maybe that scene where dom gets pissed and like you know, drives his uh, the, yes. his dad's car out. Like works better if Jesse's dead. But it just seems like it, it, it seems very abrupt. Jesse shows up. Oh, Dom, I need help. I really screwed up. Um, uh, Johnny Trent, right? That's him. That's him in the first one. He drives yes. or his goons drive by on the dirt bikes. Mm-hmm. Spray Jesse. Mia runs out. She's I think she's cradling Jesse. Dom drives off. Brian goes after him. That's the last you see of Jesse. There's no closure either way. There's no oh Jesse didn't make it or oh Jesse's okay. I guess he's not. That that was some uh, that was prime. I if they were trying to edit out the violence, I could imagine some like Dukes in a coma level right. shit. Yeah. Of like no 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 Jesse's fine, but I I'm pretty sure they would have shown him in the hospital or something. I you I would think that, but remember the way that the first Fast and Furious movie ends. The the like the big the, that scene is the last that you see any character that's not Brian. Um, that's true. Or Dom, because that movie just ends with them at the end of the quarter mile and Dom basically riding off into the sunset and Brian like contemplating his new life. They didn't have the big like barbecue in the backyard wrap up like kind of like scene where they get the whole gang together that all the other movies have. You know, like Mia's last scene in that movie is just like her being distraught over Jesse. Like there's very little closure with her. I mean, whatever this movie like. If they said Jesse was alive, I would I would not be surprised. Like if Jesse was like, oh, uh, he got ever since he got shot, he got you know I don't know, uh, bad news. Uh, he's he got out, and then maybe Jesse just becomes uh, Brian Cranston's character in like fifteen years in Drive, 
Uh, and that's oh my what God. happens to Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> well, mm, I, I know I know the time continuity in Fast and Furious is kind of tough because the events of four through six happen before three. Right. But then Drive takes place. Just you no, know, no. Drive took place in modern times. I just drives modern with, time. They don't give a date. Yeah. yeah. With the with the music and the jacket, I was just naturally thinking it was the eighties, but it definitely isn't. Yeah, it's. Exa- I, I. I. You know what? That's my. I'm ret. I'm retconning that in my head canon. Did I do that right? That's. That's what's happened. Because Brian Cranston. What's his name? Uh, I forget his name in, in that movie. Um, but he walks with a limp, and there's like mm-hmm. an unspecified like Ron Perlman's character is like. Oh yeah, he did some bad stuff, so we had to rough him up. But uh, whatever, he could have just as easily have been shot, gotten out, yep. moved in here, loves cars, is a genius, bad with money. I'm I'm going with that. Sure, I oh, man, I I will say I'm I'm not going to go down the search engine rat hole too hard, but the the results are alternating. Every other one says, "Oh, Jesse's death," and then the other one, the head, and then the other article would be headline: "Jesse is not dead." <laughs> And then, I, okay, the, the two videos linked, n- titled, Jesse Death Scene, The Fast and the Furious, YouTube. Okay. Fast and the Furious, When Jesse Gets Shot, YouTube. Right. See? See, shot leads to, yeah. But I think, I, I can't find it, but I'm pretty sure in the in the scene names, like, that you'd go to on DVD chapters or oh, whatnot, yeah, yeah, that yeah. scene is actually called Jesse's Death. Oh, okay. I mean, that but probably, I'm, that I'm trying to verify that, but I would like to also continue recording a podcast because I would fall down a rat hole and it would just be you talking to yourself for 40 minutes. I mean, that's, yeah, okay. Which is what most of these episodes are like, but I'd at least like to pretend I'm trying. All right, put that, put that one in the, in the show notes. We'll, we'll follow up. uh, We'll have an answer next week. Okay. Is Jesse dead? Oh, are you doing that already? Um, I I mean, yeah, okay. There you go. I see it. (laughs) I I, I see the notes updating. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah. I gotta go see fast eight. Uh, kind of snuck up on me. Came out this weekend. I yeah I. It, w- it was one of those movies where ever since they announced it, it seemed like it was so far away. Similar to I guess. I guess Rogue One really snuck up on me, and then I'm I'm not used to that idea of there being a new Star Wars movie every year. Right. So I was still. And it seemed like not too long. A, so say in November, it seemed like it was still a fresh memory that they went back and did some extra shooting and stuff for Rogue One and it right, seemed right. like a production nightmare or whatever and then I was like oh I've already pre-ordered tickets for this this is happening this movie's coming out there's a new one coming out this year did you know that uh I have heard about it yeah it's called The Last uh The Last Jedi and then parentheses S close parentheses is that is that an actual thing no 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 just some okay. people were you know the is Jedi singular or plural it's both well I think in the title it is the plural use of Jedi as the last moose. Ooh. <laughs> the last sheep. <laughs> the last gooses. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, I want to say I want to say the last man's, but Oh jeez. Well, yeah, that's But that that reminds me of I saw someone reading I saw I saw a a woman on a a Samsung Galaxy tablet reading Why the Last Man the comic book which is one of my I'm I'm going to say one of my favorite works of fic, modern fiction All right. straight up. All right. It is very good. All right. Um when did that get published? Jeez, it finished up. It started in 2004, 2005. 
and it finished a few years ago. Okay. It was only 60 issues. They took very long breaks. But the uh, one, one thing that is cool is the, the events of the, the comics happen in not quite real time, but if they, you know, if the production and writing takes a year gap, the series itself was like, well, these guys were just traveling for another year, and here they are now. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, loosely, it's it's not quite exactly the same. But um, anyhow, that, that now has me thinking of why the last man's... Why, oh, why the last Jedi. Um, so so I, be, I believe that has come to be... No, uh, it is confirmed as plural Jedi since the, the foreign language versions of the title where you have to, like, put the pronoun, like, Los, Los Jedi, essentially. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. gotcha, I gotcha, okay. So, for several foreign languages, Jedi has been pluralized. Okay, all right. That's cool. So, I I watched that trailer. I watched that teaser. Uh, for Star Wars? Yes, it came yeah, out yeah. It came out yesterday. It sure um, did. I watched it. How'd, how'd, how'd you feel about that? Um, you know, I've only seen it once. Uh, Same. So, I saw, I saw it at this point probably about... 24 hours ago, I think is when it came out. So, mm-hmm. it, um, I liked it. I mean, everything, I, I, I don't remember saying like, oh, geez, this looks weird. Like, everything I saw, I liked. Uh, a couple scenes that stuck out to me um, where Ray is, I guess, on the ground or has her hand on the ground and the little rock particles right. or whatever start coming up around her. Um, that was cool. I thought that might have been like a cool little callback to, uh, um, I mean, not not really, but I, I, I was thinking like, oh, she's, Lifting something up with her mind. Uh, right. Next, it'll be an X-wing, uh, and then Poe's X-wing is exploding. Um, so Poe po cannot keep an X-wing yeah, not exploded. I, so I'm wondering though, is this going to be it for his um, special forces um, livery, the black and the and the orange? It's a good question. Um, because was, was the X-wing he had at the beginning of Force, Force Awakens. Awakens also black? No, that was oh. the standard. Um, uh, I guess uh, just standard. Uh, mm gray and blue um which is how the lego group got away with releasing two identical x-wing sets uh, just with a palette swap um one of them is the scene from takodana i guess or whatever yeah. yes what uh, they're on with the stormtroopers and the flamethrowers uh, the other one is actually just pose with the uh, with a little like mm. truck with it um but yeah so i'm wondering like I don't, I don't think though i mean i don't think there's anything necessarily special about that particular x-wing it just has a cool paint job it does, yeah. It, it 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 is a murdered out X-wing. Like <laughs> the best be, way to think describe it, it. It's the Anaheim Ducks X-wing. Um, Ooh, like it'd be one thing I think if like, um, like everybody else was still flying the old T-65s, like from uh, the original trilogy era. Sure. And he had the like T-70 prototype or something, but I I think or, it's just different. Or character. or even the opposite, where he had an older X-wing that he just had a real affinity for, and then right. painted it custom. Okay, yeah, okay. It'd be the equivalent of, like, getting a 97 Ford Taurus and painting it matte black. Or, like, a, um, uh, I don't know. Hold on one second. Um, oh, geez, it's going to take me too long to Google. Um, D- describe uh, it to me. I uh, guarantee yeah. I can name what it is. Okay, I'm positive. It, would, it would be, uh, I know so like, many things. Maybe, okay, I think I got it. Maybe, yeah, maybe, like, uh, Poe, uh, I don't know sees the battle going on in the skies above him and is overcome with emotion, so he runs to his hangar and pulls up the um, the hangar door, and it's just a 1970 Dodge Charger X-Wing in matte black. Oh, my and God. And he, he jumps into it, and he does, like, a sick wheelie, and then it shoots off directly into the sky, 
and um, is ba- it's basically Dom Toretto driving the X-wing at that point. Yeah, I was gonna say either either a Dodge Charger or uh, or one of Dom's custom Camaros. Which actually, do you remember? Did you play Rogue Squadron for uh, N64? I absolutely did. That was you... the that was one of the first games that I actually owned for N64 outside of getting one for Christmas. A perfect perfect game to own. Uh, do you remember the uh, cheat code that would turn the V-Wing into a 1969 Buick, uh, Buick Electra? Was was that... Ooh, jeez. That wasn't Halifax, was it? No, Halifax... No, that was for the Naboo Starfighter. Yeah, Halifax... Halifax Ingve. Yeah, Halifax Ingve. It was two different codes. Uh, okay, maybe this wasn't until Rogue Squadron 2 here, uh, where you could fly the uh, Buick Electra. Um, what, a, what a great game. What a great game. It's... I used to think think the V-Wing was cool as shit because of that game and it had cluster missiles and then realizing like, oh no, that's a that's that's a glorified speeder that I can't even leave a planet's atmosphere. Yeah, repulsor lift. That thing is hot garbage. Uh, give me a Starfighter any day of the week. Um, that, that is a that is a land fighter. Maybe a sky fighter. Yeah, that it's, at best. I know that doesn't yeah, I know that doesn't work for the Star Wars, um, whatever the the ship, uh, whatever. Uh, never mind. <laughs> All right, great, perfect. I like Star Wars. I'm excited for this movie. Star Wars is good. Uh, yeah, other. Shows I mean, in- when Star Wars is good, it's very good. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I don't, I don't know what other scenes from that trailer really like stuck out. I mean, there's just that real brief shot of Poe. I guess you have that real quick shot of uh, Finn. Of Finn. In like the I don't know hyperbaric chamber or, yeah. or, or, or something, his eyes are closed. Do his eyes? I think I, so- I don't remember. His eyes are closed. Yeah, uh, I think someone's running and BB-8s ahead of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think I believe that was Poe. Um, no shots of Leia, right? No shots of Leia. Okay, which she's in this one. Um, and I saw they were saying that she. Um, they she even have, has scenes for nine shot, yeah, right? Yeah, they use some, I guess, like B-roll from this one for nine. Uh, I guess they weren't ready to write her out then um, or sure. whatever. So, yeah, so she's, yeah, I didn't see her in the trailer. I was, I was wondering if they would put her in the trailer, but I guess they also did, did they also release like a tribute to Carrie Fisher, like on the same day or like the I day before? I think in the last week or so they have, which I haven't watched yet because I haven't felt like crying. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, yeah, I've not yet watched it mm-hmm. either. Um yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm excited. I, I mean, at this point, I think, um, I don't know, Star Wars has done right by me the past two movies. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, I, I, I'm fully on board. G- give me more Star Wars. I I will take a new Star Wars every year. <laughs> yeah, Rogue One. Uh, oh, man, I love Rogue One. Yeah. It's, oh, that was a very good movie. Yeah. It's a very good movie. Um, but I, yeah, I, I don't even know what else, like, as someone that does not watch trailers too much, too much anymore, um, I, I saw that teaser, I thought, ah, 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 (laughs) and now I won't watch it again or watch any other trailers because I just, I just don't want to know. For the new movie? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) not not ever again. I, I will still refrain from trailers, but. (laughs) I, I mean, I think though, too, it, um. I don't know. I, the the year long cadence. It's not like, uh, I, I, hmm. Maybe for the Force Awakens, it was a little bit different because it was the first new Star Wars movie in however many years. Yes. Uh, but I'm remembering. I mean, I was obviously much younger when Episode One came out. Um, 
and the special editions had come out uh, like two, three years prior, right? Uh, and there was like, oh yeah, we're making more. And there was kind of like, I don't know, there was a multi-year-long hype cycle. And the internet, not, it was not really as much of a thing then, so, you know, you, I remember that you know, they were running trailers for episode one in front of whatever blockbuster was out, and people were, like, going out and buying tickets to this thing just to go watch the trailer. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it, it just felt like it was drawn out. And I mean, uh, episode one has its flaws, but even if it were a better movie, I'm not sure that any movie at that point it could have held up to be the first new Star Wars movie in, like, almost 30 years. Um, right. And they, and they even... <sighs> Because the the lead up, you know, through through the nineties, like they they released the THX digitally remastered stuff on VHS. Yep. In the interviews with George Lucas and that, they say they're going to do a special edition that came out in theaters in what ninety seven. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. And then two years later, like there was a new Star Wars. Right. Uh, but like, I remember, I remember watching Entertainment Tonight to make sure I could watch the trailer for <laughs> Episode One. Yeah. But like, this cycle just seems much more. I don't want to say it's like necessarily compressed because I, I I think it's just different, right? So Rogue One was December, um, and that was in theaters for a good couple months, and then it just came out on DVD. Uh, so like the Rogue One sort of afterglow is still sort of just like receding. Mm-hmm. Uh, that just released, and then they're like, okay, cool, let's release the trailer for this movie, which is only like six months away. It's not like this years long build up and like wonder. It's like okay. Hey, here's the plan. We're gonna do a new one of these every other year. Right. There's gonna be like side stories in the off years. So it's like you know, and I, and and even the, for the Force Awakens, I think the first te- the equivalent of this teaser came out the Thanksgiving a year before. Yeah. Because yeah, be, uh, yeah, it would have been Thanksgiving 2014. Yep. And then Christmas around Christmas 2015 was when uh, was when the Force Awakens came out. So this is even. This is literally half the amount of time. Yeah, I feel like it's not... I mean... It's not like they have to... They can put out no trailers and still get whatever. So it's just like, yeah, whatever. Give me this Give me this slow drip and I, I'll set my expectations appropriately. But like I said, they've done right by me for two movies. So yep. I'm eager to see this one. See Mark Hamill again. Um, yep. That one... I don't know if it's so... He posted that picture on Twitter of him... With uh, Ray on his back, kind of like pointing, kind of. Uh, or he he's on Ray's back, I believe. Oh, is it, oh, is it that way around? Yeah. Really. I am pretty sure that's the case. Yep. Because you're he's right. on the back, pointing in the direction. Yep, you're correct. Um, so I guess Ray's Yoda then is what we're or Yoda or Mark Hamill's Yoda. I believe that is, is that, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I think it. that was the joke. I get it. Okay. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this movie would be great. I'm excited. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um. I do. I do also want to say again that anyone pronoun- that pronounces the emperor's name as Palpatine and not Palpatine can can screw buzz off. Wait, like the tine of a fork? Yeah, yeah. They say it like Clementine and not like Constantine. I will. I guess. I'm, yeah, I. I mean, don't it's, they? Don't they straight up call him Palpatine? They do. No, they call Palpatine. him Palpatine. <laughs> yeah. Now you got me. Come confused. on, Palpatine. Yes, it's the worst. It's bad. Hello, fellow Palpatines. <laughs> all, all my Palpatines. I've always said Palpat. Now I don't. Yeah, I've, I've said teen. I've said it the way that you're. You want you. You prefer it to be said. I uh, said it so, so speaking of, I I don't know why, but in the last three minutes, yeah, I was uh, I was added. I was mentioned on Twitter. By one Chewbacca at cr underscore Wookie, 
talking to me in complete gibberish. All right. He must have heard us. I just went, yeah, obviously. <laughs> His fur was ringing. Yeah, he's, uh... You don't really think about Wookiee ears too much because they're all covered in fur. Wait, Wookiee spelled wrong. You just sent me this link. Yeah? Yeah, doesn't Wookiee have two E's? I think it does. But it's also in a world where Kashyyyk has three Y's. I thought Kashyyyk only had two Y's. It depends on what you're reading. <laughs> Come on. Okay, I guess it does have three Y's. Yeah, it does. It definitely okay, does. Okay, well, when I search for Kashyyyk on the internet, the first result that comes up is Kashyyyk with three Y's from Wikipedia, which is spelled Wookie with two E's. Yes, that's correct. All right. Yeah, but that's, that's a compound word. What? W- Wikipedia. Well, not... Okay, I'm sorry. It's a portmanteau. You can't, like, take that spelling literally. I'm sure if you search for Wookie on Wikipedia, it would okay. show with two E's. Okay, let's, um... I've done it. I'm doing it right now. Every... Well, okay, when you search for Wookiee on Wikia... Oh, boy. Wookiee on Wikia. Um, first results, Wookiee, yeah. and then Wookiee's codpiece. <laughs> okay. I... This is why we shouldn't look at the... the oh, the Wookiee's codpiece was a cantina on the planet of Nimdrovis. Oh! The walls were lined with a pink plush material. Mmm. Uh... In 13 ABY, the 3PO series protocol droid C-3PO, you could have just said C-3PO, auditioned to perform music in the codpiece so he can earn money to leave the planet with his counterpart R2-D2. This is some... This is some bad lore. This is some expanded universe nonsense. Oh, right. one hundred percent. Okay, yeah, this is all just. No, didn't you see the extended scenes in? Um, didn't you? Didn't you watch the special edition of? Uh, of the Force Awakens when they explain how three oh, got his red arm. Oh, is that a... okay? Yeah, all right, perfect. No, I should go back he and watch. He owed that. a man some money. Right, I understand. Yeah, okay, that makes they, sense. So they had to take a droid's equivalent of a codpiece, that being his arm. Okay. Okay, that's that makes sense. Yes. Oh man, uh, what else you been up to? Ah, uh, watching baseball, watching what? hockey. Are you watching hockey? I, mm, I've not watched hockey in the last week. Mm. N- not to say I've been actively avoiding it. I just dur- during uh, I watched the Mets game yesterday instead mm. of watching playoff hockey, and uh, then, choice. I, then I went to see the Fate of the Furious instead of watching that Oilers game. Uh, that yeah, the Oilers game. Uh, I don't want the Oilers to win uh, anything, so I was very upset that they won last night. No, uh, no, I no, I I have Oiler fatigue. I I think uh, I don't know. I, I I'm gonna sound like super bitter and salty, um, but I don't know. I'm just the the same way. In probably like five six years, I'll probably mm-hmm. be at the point where I'm like, ah, great, like cool. Let me see this cool Conor McDavid clip. Um, sure. That's kind of where I'm at with Sidney Crosby now, where five, six years ago, I was like, oh my god, I'm sick of hearing about Crosby. Um, I understand he's really good in generational talent. I just, um, I, I don't want to hear about it, like, every every, every time I, I, I turn around, basically. Yep. So, I I am fully, uh, you know, I'm, I, the same thing with Toronto, like, Austin Matthews is awesome, Mitch Marner, they got an awesome class of rookies. I just mm-hmm. don't want to necessarily hear about it constantly. And it's funny that, you know, both these teams... Um, coming out of their, like, decade-long-plus periods of futility around the same time. Um, and not saying they don't deserve it. I, like, I, you know, I don't want to, like, begrudge another, like, long-suffering fan base, like, uh, their joy or whatever, or having their team do well. I just, for me, just, yeah, like I said, I, I don't want to hear it. So I have Oilers fatigue. I, uh, so the sooner it, they're done, the better. In particular, and 
and as related to our rooting interest teams, uh, it is a bit. I I understand what you what you mean about the McDavid thing, but it is a little bit easier knowing that they are a team that is in the West, That's true. and like Sidney Crosby or Austin Matthews doing well does not necessarily like it. Almost like Austin Matthews is a big reason why the Maple Leafs are in the playoffs and the Islanders are not. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and no, like let's not pretend it is not the Islanders' own fault. Like not their oh, the own the, yeah, the organization, terrible. but but even then, uh, like you could say the Oilers went about their rebuild the wrong way and they still got in. So did the Maple Leafs. Like like you don't get to turn around, bum out, get a first overall draft pick, and then immediately get in the playoffs. That's not how this works. You're yeah, supposed I mean, to deal with it for like five or six years. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's funny because you know the Islanders. I mean, I mean, Tavares is good, right? He's not quite Connor McDavid level. And I've seen people make the case that, you know, if you have, like, your S-ranked players, right? You have mm-hmm. your Sidney Crosby's, your um, Ovechkin's, your McDavid's. Um, Tavares might be, like, an A-rank. And, like, a, a guy like Matthews might even be, like, slightly above that. Like a, like an A-plus type type thing. Like, just, just a half step above. Um, I mean, he's only been in the league for a year. We'll see what happens next year. Right. But it was... Uh, I, I mean, the Maple Leafs, I would say, definitely went about it, like, the right way. They hired, like, smart people who came in, uh, tore everything down, traded away whatever assets they had to, get to, like, stockpile draft picks. Now, I mean, their draft strategy since then is a little suspect, but, um, you know, they, they've got de- a, a decent enough crop of rookies right now that the fact that they only drafted a bunch of, like, face punchers the last couple drafts um, doesn't matter too much. And who drafts face punchers, well, like, I knowing mean, that? I mean... It, it, I, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. It, it's just, it's interesting to look at, like, their, and I don't have their results in front of me, but I feel like the last draft uh, for the Maple Leafs is a lot of, like, bigger guys, uh, just big guys, maybe a little bit slower, and it seemed to be at odds with, like, their strategy in the past couple of years where they were getting maybe a little bit smaller, faster, more skilled, and this seemed like maybe, like, a little bit of a throwback to a quote-unquote, you know, like, old-school hockey uh, style thing where they were maybe just uh, not face punchers, but guys who, you know, uh, don't necessarily fit in that mold of like guys like a Mitch Marner or an Austin Matthews or uh, a, a Nylander uh, type thing. Uh, but the, I, I would say the least one about it the right way. Like whatever they got rid of Kessel. Not that I don't think Kessel was a problem, but can't even getting him. rid of Kessel. That was a few years ago. And yeah. when did they got rid of Phaneuf? Uh, they got rid. Yeah, of... I guess, I guess it, it depends on when you consider their rebuild. Because when when was Brendan Shanahan? The like made president was that was that uh, only a season ago? No, so last year was this is I think Shanahan's second or third year. So uh, when because they, I, I know he was president when they drafted Matthews. Was he at the beginning of the prior season? Does that sound uh, right? Yeah. Okay. So last year was the year that they traded. So last year in the last off season was when they traded um, Kessel because Kessel played the entire season with the Penguins. This off season before that was when they, um, I think when they got Marner. No, it wasn't It wasn't last offseason. It was the season before that. Or it was by, by the playoffs of yeah, last yeah. season, Kessel was with the Penguins. And yeah, sorry. Yeah. This coming offseason will be two years since Kessel was traded. Uh, okay. Last year was when they traded for Nuff. Um, you see, it's been there a couple of years. Um, and they got Lamorello up there. Um, the Oilers, I would say, uh, are not really, like, they seem to have, uh, this is kind of what, uh, the Toronto rebuild, whatever, like, Happened way faster than I think anybody thought. Good for them. I wish the Islanders could uh, do anything yes. uh, with as much um, seeming uh, intelligence as they did. Uh, but the Oilers seem like, hmm, 
the oil, I mean, the oils have been terrible for so long. Uh, and they finally, 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 I, you know, got re- cleaned out the front office. I got Chiarelli in there. But I, w- I, would, I would say that, like, Chiarelli is not, like, a- showing any genius-level decisions up there. I mean, he, like... He is very good at getting Milan Lucic to play for his team and getting rid of 2010 first-round picks. Yeah, I mean, like, he... he <laughs> I, I guess what I'm saying is... If the Oilers... And those, yeah, I, I want to say the oil. Honestly, I I genuinely think the Oilers would have done well with any GM right now because they didn't make any major moves on the in this past offseason outside of like signing Lucic and yeah Taylor Hall. I, I I think it was like yeah it's like hmm the Oilers I don't think are they got Cam Talbot and he started like seventy games so uh, uh, Talbot and McDavid are the two biggest reasons for their success right because for years in Edmonton they had crap goaltending right um, McDavid is a generational talent he's going to lift the entire team around him, obviously uh, they got both those things at once that's going to help out but if the Oilers don't win the draft lottery right if they don't win that and uh, Buffalo does and Buffalo gets McDavid do we see a turnaround like this in Buffalo instead uh, or if the Oilers do win the draft lottery, but McDavid is not a generational talent, if he's only on the level of like maybe like um, so who, who, what's a, like Nugent Hopkins was a first overall pick, yes, and I would say he's not. If we were talking like A tier, B tier, uh, I, I would say he's a good like B plus. I, I would put him a little bit below. I, I don't watch him that much. He's Western Conference. I would I, I would put him probably a little bit below a guy like Tavares, mm-hmm. um, and but maybe uh, better than a guy like Yakupov, who they who they. Who was the boss they traded? Uh, but, yeah, so wh- if, where is Yakubov now? Uh, he was in St. Louis. I'm not sure okay. what he's doing uh, now. He he was there. He was scratched a little bit. Not 100 percent sure. But like, I, I I just don't know if like if McDavid is not that generational talent. If he's just kind of like a, for lack of a better word, just kind of like typical or average first overall pick. Do they still have this turnaround? I mean, McDavid won the uh, the, uh, the scoring title this year in his second year in the league. Like, obviously. That's gonna he's gonna buoy the team around him, and I just don't know. Toronto, I, I guess Toronto's rebuild. I'm more willing to credit with the um, with with the sort of brain trust that they've got running the running the show up there. Mm-hmm. Whereas, not to say Edmonton just kind of like stumbled into theirs with dumb luck, but Edmonton, I feel like maybe stumbled into theirs with dumb luck. It, yes, that's correct. It, that's just me. That's it, my hot this, take. This year could have just as easily. Well, you know, you could you could say that. Well, actually, no, the Islanders like. There, there were so many glaring issues that any one of them could have been reasons they didn't make the playoffs, but five of them happened. Right. Um, but, so, so this very much at the beginning looked like, well, yeah, they could make the playoffs, or they could bottom up and be bottom three again. And, like, yeah. they will have another elite prospect talent in their lineup, just as they have added the last six years. Yeah. Because um, there was... Who's playing today? Go Bruins. Mm. Mm. I no, think I'm. Okay. You, you can say it. You can, you can embrace it. I don't. Go Bruins. Go Bruins. I. Mm. The Bruins would be better off accepting that they're a bad team and bottoming out and getting better draft picks. But. Uh, but okay. Yeah. I mean, they're not bad. I don't know. They're not bad. So so listen. You live in Boston. I, I get do. it. Um. I even, to a degree, understand rooting for the Bruins. Um, I, I personally, in terms of Eastern Con- Eastern Conference teams that I can watch and and enjoy when once they are not directly in competition with the team that I root for, like I will watch the Bruins and enjoy it. I even like usually when it comes to the Capitals, 
Oh, I'm sorry. Usually when it comes to the East, the Capitals are the team that I watch because they are fun to watch. Oh, I hate the Capitals. But I also don't want them to ever do well. <laughs> They're the worst. Like, if... I, I would love nothing more than for Alex Ovechkin to go play in the KHL next year because, first of all, good for you saying, fuck this stupid league, I'm going to go do what I want. Um, second of all, it would make the NHL look supremely stupid. And third of all, the Capitals would be horrible. I Yeah. Like, it, it would be great for all those reasons. But that team is really fun to watch. Like, I can, I can only have 1993 saltiness uh, affect me so much. Um, no, I'll take that to my grave. That's fair. I understand. <laughs> Uh, go Bruins. Yeah, but uh, so so watching the Bruins, like I I used to, or I I do still enjoy watching the Bruins, like watch watching them put it together for the 2011 Stanley Cup. Yep. Yeah, was awesome. Even though everyone thought it was a given that the that Vancouver was just going to walk in and and just sweep that away, um, they did not. And man, that was that was cool for everyone except their except for their gar- garbage goalie at the time. Tim um, Yes. But you, um, you, so following Boston sports, like you went to college in Boston. Um, I did. Watching watching BC through the NCAA tournament for me was great, and I haven't done that in years. Um, despite, or I'm sorry, not in the NCAA tournament in their lead up to that, uh, and then getting eliminated. It was still it was still a fun ride, you know. Yep, yep. Um, I would say if I had an American League team that I supported, it would be the Boston Red Sox. And as you as we discussed yesterday, when I was uh, when I was helping you try to get a a baseball field cap that yes. did not have that that current new era logo on it, which Trash. really it's so I will say this when it um, when the logo itself matches the color of the do you call it a crest on the crown of the hat? Yeah, yeah. Or the logo. Yeah, it sure. is. It is better. Like the the Mets want like their Mets. The standard blue Mets hat with the orange new era with the orange logo or crest. Uh, right. I, it's fine. Okay. Um, I think the white ones on the side really look like trash. Yeah. I, I am hoping that in a few years um, they just make the new era logo whatever color the main hat is. So, right. like, you can clearly see it, but it's not super distracting. Right, okay. Um, but, but, but we'll see. However, uh, in, in helping you doing that, I was like, man, I'm... I'm helping Scott support this other team from the American League. Therefore, I feel like this is a tacit endorsement of the DH, which I am not okay with. Oh, gee. Well, okay, listen. Uh, I, I think the DH is stupid. Uh, I don't like it. Um, that being it's said... It's awful. It, I mean, I, I'm i fully aware um, that my... I, I have, like, an implicit bias because I my, my favorite team is the National League team. So no, 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 no. You have an implicit bias because you like good things in sports. I think the team you like has enough is that's just a natural <laughs> evolution of that. Right. I was born hating the DH, so of course I would root for right. a National League team. Okay, I understand. Okay, so I think uh, it. I I don't like it. I think it's a dumb rule. Uh, I also understand people who uh, primarily root for American League teams might not necessarily feel the same way. I mean, they might hate the DH, but they just like an American League team. I don't know. Everybody has their own reasons. That all being said, um, I wish. Uh, that they would just uh, get on with it and just make the DH the rule uh, league-wide because I feel like it's going that way, and they might as well just do that. Um, I think 
this all ties into uh, how much I hate that the All Star Game decides home field advantage because did, did they stop that or did they? No, that's, that's, okay, that's a thing. I could have sworn they talked about stopping it a few years ago, but yeah. okay. Yeah, it's still a thing. Which is, I mean, it's uh, that's how, bad. How much of an advantage is, I guess, up for some debate. But the fact of the matter is, like, unlike a lot of like in hockey, home ice advantage doesn't necessarily matter so much because the rink is standardized. Home field mm. advantage in, in I, I mean, okay. the crap. The, the crowd, sure. I, I mean, in terms of, like, the rules are the same and the playing sure. service yes. is the same. In baseball, the playing service could be wildly different, but also, the rules are different. Uh, you can uh, The way that you construct a National League team uh, might necess- might be a little bit different from how you construct an American League team, because the styles are a little bit different. Even if I- the, the Mets this year are basically, like, an AL lineup, they just, whatever, the pitcher has to go up and bat, if they could just slug homers all day yeah, and I've, just put a DH out. I, I, the, I, I will not pretend that the Mets would not be a better, like, Michael Conforto would have a permanent place in the lineup as the yeah. DH, or something along those, or maybe he'd be playing in the field and someone else would be DH. Right, or like Chicago with Kyle Schwarber. It's like, ah, Grace, we can't put this guy in the field, but we need his bat. Ah, stick him in first. He's he's the perennial double switchman. Or does he? Or is he? Is, is he a first baseman? I know they had him in the outfield. What, what position does he? Play? I have he's no idea. Catcher, right? Kyle Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's such a meat of a man. Meat meat thing. He's no a, no a meat of a man is correct. Outfield. He has no bones, only meat. Catcher. No, I guess he is a catcher. I don't. Mm. How are you an know. outfielder or a ca- like? I don't know. I, I I understand people catching or playing first base. Catching mm. or outfielding are too wildly or so, so wildly different. But okay, sure. Why not? Um yeah, so I think I th- I think the DH is kind of dumb. So I I think having having a separation in rules ever since you com- in particular ever since you combined the umpire base yep. has been it has only showed that having different rules is kind of dumb. Um, yes. That said, I I do like changing lineups and whatnot depending upon the league that you're in. It does add for some diversity in it, right? Yeah. I I do see what people where people are coming from when they say so. In, in line with that, I do see that. Uh, I do understand people saying like, "Well, we should unify unify the rules, make make them work like." Maybe some pitchers or some players are only going to want to play in the AL because they know they're going to be able to get big contracts as a DH. Things like that, you know? Right, um, right. Where they are playing for the same... They are, they are playing for the same, I guess, you know, the league is in all American League, National League, and Major League Baseball. Major League, they're, right. Yeah, they're playing, in this, they're playing in the same league despite it being separate. I'll call them conferences, right? Yeah, sure. Um, I got you. But using that as a justification to make what I think is a dumb rule uniform because it's already dumb in one place is just, it's too far. Like, if you're if you're going to make it consistent everywhere, get rid of the dumb rule in one place. Yeah, I, I think, though, at this point, as a, I don't think you can. I, I, I think... Um, you, and, I, and, the, and, and I talked about this on Twitter a few days ago, or... It was when the the Mets did a double switch and it reminded me like baseball's been starting baseball's been around for a whole two weeks and I haven't said anything about how stupid the DH is. I think I and and the num- and the number one defense is always like, well, David Ortiz wouldn't have a place on a team. And I'm like, mm. I think in a world where the DH was done away with, say, ten years ago or fifteen years ago, like baseball would have found a place for David Ortiz to play. <laughs> so I, I I hear that argument, but I also think you could you could do the other thing, right? If if you 
implement the DH across um, X number of additional teams, the National League teams, um, the Players Association is going to love that, right? Because that's just more jobs for uh, for, the, for their guys. You've got guys who maybe, like, like a Conforto type, uh, a, a young guy who maybe wouldn't crack the lineup necessarily as an everyday guy. It might have to be stuck platooning. Cool, he can DH now. Or a guy in the twilight of his career. I mean, Ortiz was awesome in his final year. Or a guy who, you know what, like whatever, we don't want to stick him in the field, but he can still clobber the ball, so stick him at the DH position. I think that that's why, if they're going to unify the rules, I don't think the DH is going away, because if you oh, look at oh, it... Oh, I, I don't think it's likely at yeah, all. I just ta- don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'd be taking away jobs at that point. The player association is not going to go for Okay, it. so in line with that, I, I have an idea. All right. Ten-man lineup. Batting what? lineup. What? Pitcher and DH. <laughs> I, I, I feel like that's the worst of both worlds. No, it's the best. You get more bats. You get more jobs across the league. The pitcher is still accountable. Uh, I don't know why the DH gets to only swing and not do anything in the field, but... Uh, yeah, Pitchers I'm... carry their weight. You still get pitcher home runs. You get awesome moments like Noah Syndergaard hitting two home runs or Bartolo Colon. Yes. The pitcher um, can... Uh, the the DH ten, can stand on the mound. Ten... Man, batting lineup. How about, think, think about it. Okay, okay. When the pitcher is pitching, uh, he gets to ride on the shoulders of the DH and he holds him up like it's a chicken fight. Perfect. Perfect. I don't. All the right. D, the DH is responsible for helping the catcher put his gear on quickly between <laughs> innings, and Does, disc and disc gearing. Okay, so if becomes from the designated hitter to the designated helper, he just helps out where he can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's. This is this is a license to print money right now. <laughs> Come on, baseball will again become America's most watched sport with a ten man lineup. Ah, uh, I I also think, <laughs> um, and you know an- another big defense of the DH is like, oh, it leads to more exciting games and uh, it 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 leads to more exciting games and more hits. I'm like, I mean, yes, steroids also did that. <laughs> Uh, and, obvi- yeah, and obviously, yeah. that's a that's an extremely broad and deliberately kind of like trolly response. Yeah. But if you're just doing things for the sake of things being fun, like why not add a ten ten man lineup if you have no regard for like the way the rules used to be? Also, home run derby after twelve innings. <laughs> just, <you laughs> Straight see how- NHL shootout, home run derby. You put five on five, home run against home run, and then you just keep going, and then it's sudden death after that. Well, did you see, I think it was, uh, I didn't watch much, uh, but the World Baseball Classic, did they use that rule? I think after 10 innings, uh, every, uh, I think starting with the, I think it's starting with the 11th inning, or maybe it was either after 10 innings or starting in the 10th inning, What one of the two. Um, I didn't uh, watch enough to know. A runner starts on second base. That's that's ridiculous. <laughs> Otherwise, you it's wind great, up. It's great, but. I think, you know, it's funny, I mean, it. Baseball has has to wrangle with this. Qu- Baseball is wrangling with the question like, how do we, how, yeah, how, how do we get viewers back, right? Because uh, people we're losing audience. Hockey is struggling with the question like, okay, how do we, uh, how do we just grow the game? And mm-hmm. I think in hockey's case, it's like, okay, more offense. And you see, like, it, it, it's similar, right? So we'll st- I'll start with hockey. Like, oh, we need more offense, right? Um, well, how how can we get more offense? It's like. Okay, well, maybe we'll introduce a rule where, um, okay, the uh, defending player has to put his stick down on the faceoff second in the defensive zone. 
uh, and if you cover the puck with your hand, uh, it's a penalty. And if you shoot the puck over the glass, uh, it's a penalty. Um, and oh, you can only rule. do uh, the goalies can't handle the puck outside the trapezoid, and blah 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 blah. Meanwhile. Uh, they're like, okay, well, we'll make the goalie equipment a little bit smaller, but we're going to implement this change in the middle of the offseason. It's like, uh, what about making the nets bigger? It's like, no, 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 no. We, we can't do possibly that. do that. Yeah. It's like, uh, well, there's your solution to increasing offense, okay? Like, goalies now, it's like, if you're not 6'6 six, six and, a, like, 200 pounds, like, don't even apply. Yeah, People are like, oh, you know, we scored a lot in the 80s. It's like, okay, cool. Show me a goal in the 80s and show me a goalie today. The goalie today covers, like, I don't know, 93% of the net. It's insane. Additionally, all the all the teams that scored a lot of goals like fielded an all-star team because there was no salary cap. Like it, 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 it's insane to me like this like sort of like here here's the solution. It's staring you right in the face like the quote-unquote sanctity of the record book like I, it, it anytime that comes up it's like okay, so you'd rather like What's more, okay, how are you going to learn a new fan? Are you going to learn a new fan by telling me how great the 80s were when Gretzky was scoring 200 points a season? And you're going to tell them, oh, but we can never have that again. He goes, oh, the game's just, it's much better now. It's better than it's ever been, but we only score three goals a game. Who cares? Make the Nets bigger. The players smart. They'll figure it out. It'll be more exciting. Uh, just, just, it, it, the solution is staring you in the face. A solution. Like, the sanctity of the rule book and all this crap, like the sanctity of the game, it, it, the whole thing just, like, Seems so strange to me it, when this is a league that like has wiped out two entire seasons of play. Put that in your record books because yep. they can't like figure out labor shortages, or they're willing to let Chris Pronger uh, his contract be traded around and then induct him to the Hall of Fame. So it's like, okay, yeah, we're we're good with the like, cool, he belongs in the Hall of Fame. That's great, but it's like, don't on the one, don't say at one side of your mouth, oh, we have to respect the sanctity of the game and the records book, and then the other side of your mouth be like, oh, we'll do this. Just do well, we really just yeah, exactly. Just do what's best of the game. Brings me to baseball, same thing. It's like, how do we, oh man, how do we get viewers? It's like, um, why don't you bring in a pitch clock? And they're like, no, no, we can't, we can't do a pitch clock. Yeah, you totally can, because that's why the games take forever now. Because you have pitchers uh, stepping off the mound. You've got batters stepping out of the box. You're sitting there 30, pit, 30 seconds, 40 seconds. It's like watching Turk Wendell pitch. You're sitting there <laughs> almost a minute between pitches, and the games take forever. If you add a pitch clock, it, it, and part of it, like, part of it, like, it, a, a, a pitch clock, bigger nets. It's like, how dumb do you think your audience is, and how dumb do you think your players are that like the either group would not be able to handle this change? You need to tell me that like, oh crap, we make the nets bigger. Cool, offense might explode in the year after that as people adjust. So what? Wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't that be? You make the nets bigger. I don't care. However much on each side, you make the nets bigger. The season after that, every game is like a seven-five affair. Guys are getting blown out left and right. Yep. Do you really it, like? Do you really think that like? That somebody's going to be like, oh man, look at look at quick save percentage the year they made the Nets bigger. Everybody's save percentage was crap. And if it's not crap, cool. This guy is super elite. And isn't it awesome to watch him keep the pucks out of the bigger net? Same thing with baseball. You yeah. may have to tell me, like, okay, you know what? Maybe they've been brought up in, in, in this way and they're not used to dealing with the pitch block. Give them a season. They'll figure it out. They're professional athletes. It blows my mind. The audience will figure it out. Oh, why is this game moving so much faster? Cool, because the pitcher only has 20 seconds, and you're not allowed to step out the box. It's just all these tiny little, like, tweaks, right? Well, let's tweak this. They, like, they couldn't even institute a a set amount of time for coaches' challenge player, like, uh, play reviews it, it's in the MLB. It was, oh, it's suggested to be 20, uh, two minutes, and then, like, on average, they're three to four. It's insane, and it, and that's that's a new thing to make sure the the call 
is fair, right? And it's just like, well, eh, do you feel like there being an extra half hour on this game? Because that's what's going to happen. It, it's it's so insane. It, it's just like when the 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 easy obvious answer is is staring both leagues. I would say in the face, right? Something you could do: add a pitch clock, make the nets a little bit bigger. And the fact that they don't, out of some like eh, slavish, I don't know. The NHL still counts records from before the forward pass was legal, right? They've changed the rules on how many lines of pass can cross. I think, like, the, the sanctity of the rulebook is, is is BS, quite frankly. R- rules can change. Change the rules. doesn't matter. The game, the players evolve, means the games evolve. The rules should evolve to match. Yeah, that's, those are my thoughts. That's my thoughts on the situation. DH is stupid. It's the worst. Uh you know, I, I, I can't even say that. There, there are worse things in baseball. This wor- yeah, certainly worse things in baseball. I can, I would, lo- I would love for this podcast to be four hours, and I can name all the worst things in baseball. <laughs> Put it on the list. Yes, the, the worst things in baseball. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start a list right now. All right, please. Um, all right, let uh, put, start the list. The worst things in baseball. Okay. I'll put it three. All right. Designated hitter. Wow, that's pretty high up there. I'm gonna put it two. Okay. Um, all-star game. That's pretty bad. Home field advantage. Yep. What is the worst Actually, in baseball? I don't know yet. I yeah. that, That's just where I'm going for, for the rough list. Uh, right. Also, just want to say, I was thinking about the all-star game recently. Um, it's in Miami this year. I, I think, in particular, with the amount of players that don't go to the all-star game, uh, both in, say, the MLB... NHL, NBA, or whatever. If yep. you are a if you are a pitcher and you are a and you are scheduled to start like within two days after the all after All Star Weekend, don't fucking go. Don't go. Just don't go. Yeah, because there is I would say at a minimum of fifty percent of games there is some case where their bullpen is running empty and then there's the storyline of like is this all is this all-star coach going to use this pitcher that is scheduled to start uh, tomorrow and yeah, that's stupid like don't go it frees up a slot for someone who can actually play to be in the game okay all right i mean we you know what how long have we been doing now we got to wrap this up otherwise i could go on for like an hour about the idcs of the all-star format in uh, pretty much every sports league um but we'll why don't we say that for next week let's oh, do actually, it won't be here next week do you know why Getting married a week from today. Congratulations in advance. Thank you, thank you. Um, yes, one week, uh, one week in about three hours. I will, I will, I will be getting married. It's very yeah. exciting. What one week from now you will be like? Uh, I imagine at eleven thirty on the day you'll be like, "Let's get this fucking thing done already." Let's, oh my god! Please, please let me just. Is it? Is it tomorrow? In, in seven days, I'll be thinking, "Is it tomorrow?" Yeah, it, just just be done with it. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. GLHF. Thanks. Awesome. All right. So I'll see you in two weeks. All right. Later. All right. Bye. Bye.